Hi, I'm Keith Mark with the Nightly News, and Ted and I are off celebrating Christmas with our friends and family. But tonight, we're going to share with you one of Ted and mine's favorite Nightly Nuge episodes. Welcome to the Friday free-for-all edition of the Nightly Nuge. And you know what, Ted? Again, congratulations on your new album, Detroit Muscle, number two on the charts. I mean, worldwide, that's that's impressive. But it's not surprising to me because you have some songs on there that are as good as anything Ted Nugent and the Ted Nugent band has ever put out. So congratulations. And I also know that you're getting ready to start a killer tour. And, you know, a lot of folks, including me, really don't understand everything that goes into getting a tour prepared, getting a tour off the ground, uh, the songs that you put on the set list, every little minor detail that has to go into that. So let's let our listeners and viewers go backstage and tell them what goes in to tour prep uh, that you're involved in right as we speak. Well, the title track to Detroit Muscle is Detroit Muscle. It says, strap your ass in. I got a fire-breathing Mopar. Downtown Detroit is like a rock and roll dream. Kick out the jams if you really want to go far. Motor City Soul going to make you scream. And when I pick up the guitar, it's like a horny 10-year-old in a Detroit garage with my first amplifier. And these licks just happen every time. I mean, I got goosebumps on my goosebumps. My point is, is that we love the music. And I don't think anybody really understands that when a tour starts on Shemaine's 60th birthday on July 15th in Clearwater, Florida, at the Ruth Eckert Hall, which I've played dozens of times, there is such a fiery anticipation. And before that July 15th concert opening, it starts months and months in advance. We haven't toured officially since 2019 because of mask mandates and, and power abuse by a criminal government, an FDA that is basically a, a strong arm of the Chinese communists. Boy, there's some political statements for you. Um, the point being is that I have Bobby Quant, who's been working with me since 1972, and Doug Banker, that's been working with me since around 19, you know, officially as a, a concert promoter since around the same time. So I've got a long-standing inner circle of the best and the best in the world. And we have to start getting hotels and trucks and buses and flights and flight base of operations for our private plane, our security guys. We have to have hotels for the security, hotel for the pilot. We have to have security on the airplane every day, especially these days. Um, we have a bunch of Delta Force warriors and a bunch of Navy SEALs and a bunch of uh, Army Rangers and Green Berets that meet me at every gig. Just just in case anybody thinks they're going to mess with Ted Nugent, boy, you'll have to get through those guys first. These guys are so cocked, locked, and ready to rock the Glock around the clock, Dr. Spock, that the music is the goal. And what Greg Smith and Jason Hartless put into every show, they start checking amplifiers and speakers and cables and PAs and drum risers and new cymbals and new drum heads. They start doing that months and months in advance. And then when we get there, we have a Ted Nugent Danger Zone VIP gathering, kind of like an electric 
um, shall we call it the elk rut backstage where we all get together and people get to hang out with me for I, I, everybody that buys backstage VIP tickets for Kiss or Aerosmith or ZZ Top when they buy one at for with Ted Nugent they go boy that was completely different we got to hang out and shoot the shit with Uncle Ted and we talked about hunting and guns and girls and rock and roll and guitar tones and politics and the history of America and spirit and attitude and independence and how to light your middle finger on fire so there's a lot of energy and a lot of piss and vinegar that's going on backstage. It really is a hyper-electronic atmosphere because we know that we're going to get on stage. We know that my Gibson Birdland and Greg's Fender bass and, and, and Jason's drums are going to sound like an A-10 Warthog thunder groove from the explosions of Motown and James Brown's flames. The excitement level is off the charts. In fact, you can tell that I get hyper just explaining about it from the man cave cuckoo's nest. So my biggest challenge is to calm the hell down and breathe, Uncle Ted. Breathe. Because when American Band by Grand Funk Railroad is over the PA system, and then it goes into Street Fighting Man by the Stones. So let's see, is there an atmosphere being created here? We're an American <laughs> band, Street Fighting Man. I think we're developing a sense of piss and vinegar. And then we've got the lights and the sound coordinator. I have the best sound man, Frank Joukowsky, and my team, my monitor team, my security team, my, my lighting director. These are the top guys in the industry, people from Billy Joel and Metallica and Coldplay and, and all your hot country artists. They all use my guys because I don't tour during the hunting season, which happens to be nine months long. So my guys are in top demand because if you work for Ted Nugent, you everybody knows that you're the best of the best because they put their heart and soul into the best sound the best lights on time stage presence jason and greg and i we deliver the beast of the beast every concert is the most important concert and so those that hang out backstage you know, a lot of guys, you know, the M&Ms without the brown ones, that whole nonsense, you know, uh, rumor. I have a simple thing. I have Werner's ginger ale. I do have a little whiskey, some lemon and some, uh, uh, what else? Oh, lemon and, and, and honey. And I do a little... A little shot of whiskey, lemon, and honey before I go on, and I gargle it and I suck it down to coat my throat and get ready for my, you know, my animals with their balls caught in a Conabeer two twenty trap, <laughs> screaming that James Brown wishes he could. Have done. <laughs> so there's there's a, a hyper excitement about the music, and that everything, sound, light, stage, amps, tones, equipment, it's all about how can we deliver the ultimate beast of Ted Nugent songs. So when I'm backstage with these people at the Danger Zone VIP gatherings, we talk about many of them have been to hundreds and hundreds of my concerts and the music, it, it's a melting pot of music craving and music value and music appreciation because they know that all my bands going all the way back to 1958 we love the music and we make sure that we put our heart and soul into every song, every lick, every concert, every night. And so that appreciation by music lovers is volatile, ubiquitous, universal, 
and, and, and quite spiritual because they know that we really dedicate ourselves. And then the most important thing is my crew, they have, they're in Michigan right now getting all the equipment ready. Then they'll get down to the Florida gig a couple days in advance and start setting up and mapping out procedures and tweaking every speaker, every cable, every amp, every drum, every cymbal. And they do it every night. They load the entire thing up in the truck till 12 31 o'clock in the morning and they drive to the next city sleep in the trucks and buses i'm telling you this let me let me summarize thusly if the u.s military operated like the ted nugent tour crew we would have won vietnam in six hours we would have ended the gulf war in 18 minutes my guys there's no excuse the rules of engagement is get it done perfect because greg and jason and i when we hit that stage we will deliver we can't wait to play that first song and i'm not going to tell everybody what the first song is but bottom line is keith thank you everybody around the world i apologize to europe and japan and, and great britain for not coming over in years but i'll never subject myself to that flight ever again but a lot of those people from Europe come to witness the band in America. And I can't thank you all enough supporting us on behalf of Jason and Greg and all my incredible bandmates, all my world-class virtuosos that have collaborated and created this unbelievable shit kicker soundtrack for all these years. We thank you for supporting our music, but you know damn well, we deliver the absolute best best that we can every time we force ourselves to deliver the ultimate every song every night thank you for encouraging us thank you for supporting us and thank you for celebrating the music that we love maybe more than you do you know one little follow-up ted you know uh my son zach and i attend many of your your tour dates and you and zach spend a ton of time backstage I always get a kick out of it when Zach will ask you if something's going to get played that night and it really wasn't going and you changed the set list to put that in for him. So, and I know how coveted that is at concerts. People go by the soundboard and come up to the stage. They just want a copy of the set list. Let the people in a little of a inside knowledge, what goes in to the set list every night? When do you decide that? And number two, you have some songs that you know are going to be on the set list. You might move a few here or them out. Do you spend extra time working on those songs as you prepare for a tour? Tell us about the set list and what Ted Nugent does to be prepared to play those. Well, first of all, I love the music more now than I ever have. I know that's hard to believe because I've always been hyper. Obviously, I didn't invent Gonzo, but I perfected it. <laughs> Keith, it's such a difficult decision to choose the songs I'm going to play. Because on the new record, there's so many killer licks. I mean, Detroit Muscle, we play Come and Take It. And it's actually morphed into Come and Take It, Let's Go Brandon. F. Joe Biden, and everybody sings a love song. Everybody yeah. joins in and sings yeah. the love song with me. We also do a song from the new album, American Campfire. Yeah. 
did not play it. How do you not play? <laughs> Who's pumps on the how do you how do you not play? 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 not play how do you not play how do you not play I have hundreds and hundreds of songs if I played all my favorite songs I'd be on stage for 72 hours the point is is that I love everybody nobody loves people more intensely than I do. But you know what I love more than everybody else? I love me. And I'm a bit selfish when it comes time to choose the songs. So we have a list of a hundred songs that we're ready to play. And the sets an hour and a half to two hours every night. We can get in 13, 14, maybe 15 songs. Queen of the Forest. How do you not play Queen of the Forest? How do you not play Stormtroopin'? How do you not play Shut Up and Jam? How do you not play The Music Made Me Do It? Kiss My Ass? Kiss My Ass. Nowadays, target-rich environment. There's, I, we, we would love to play every song on the new Detroit Muscle record, but I can't not play Stranglehold or Cat Scratch or Wang Dang or Free For All. Um, uh, it's so many. Turn it up. What a great. Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? I need it on a Saturday night. More power by the hour is what I need. I mean, it, it, just a, every song is such an outrageous, musical, exciting adventure. In Good Friends in the Bottle of Wine, for example, we play the instrumentals Free Flight, uh, Homebound, Earth Tones, Sunrise, and the new Winter, Spring, Summer, right. Fall. So good mm -hmm. Friends in a Bottle of Wine ends up 15 minutes long with all these adventurous instrumentals going all the way back to the Amboy Dukes. And it's got these dynamics that swell and surge from two to three all the way to 20. And just intense groove and grind and soulfulness. So all I can tell you is that you can tell at the age of 74, I really crave 
the musical adventure that the masters like Greg and Jason provide for me every night and that the people paid hard-earned money to see and we promise to deliver the beast. So yes, there's a backstage thing that happens, but it, it really is about once we hit the stage, that music is why we're all there together. If you have not gotten your tickets yet, go to tednugent.com, tednugent.com. Go to the link that tells you where his tour is going to be. Find one near you. If there's not one near you, travel further because it's going to be worth it. And get your tickets. Get a backstage pass because I've been backstage with Ted many times. And when he's doing that, he forgets about his old buddies that are back there. He's all about making new friends. It's an experience you'll never forget that you spent the extra money for. Go to tednugent.com, get your tickets, get your backstage pass, and get your asses to a Ted Nugent concert because he's coming somewhere near you. You won't regret it. Ted, I can't wait. It's going to be the best tour of my life. We're all so excited about it. And the tones, the guitar tones, the drum tones, the bass tones, it's, it's, it's the epitome of American uppity rhythm and blues rock and roll. The tightness, the energy, the dynamic that Greg and Jason and I put into every song. This is going to be the best tour of my life. I guarantee it. Come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about some hunting with Uncle Ted. See you tomorrow for the weekend edition of... 